0: Hi everyone, welcome to Take 10 for Torah, number 729. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, email me at Ismach at taketentfortorah.org. So today, um, I'd like to talk about chametz and why chametz is such a big deal. We talked about the practical applications of how we search, what we're supposed to do, but there's just this incredible anomaly and this really powerful question that should be asked when it comes to chametz. I know the Abarbanel asks the question. I think it's very obvious, but not a lot of us have thought of it. The question is as follows. We know that matzah is a big deal on Pesach. Why is matzah a big deal? Because the Jews got out very quickly. The dough didn't have the time to rise. And so we know that we read that story in the Torah. But when it comes to chametz, why is there a prohibition of chametz? So matzah and chametz are pretty much the same thing. The only ingredient that's different is time. So matzah is the good guy. Hametz, though, is the bad guy? Why would that be? That would be kind of like saying that on Sukkot, where we have a little bit of and hadassim and arovos, and we have the four species that we take and we shake, those things should be uh, great on Sukkot, And what, any other leafy vegetable should be forbidden? I mean, what's the corollary, one to the other? Just because matzah is a good thing, why does that make Hametz a bad thing? And not only that, but why is it quite as bad as we've seen it is? It's not just forbidden to eat, to derive benefit from, to own, but it's also uh, mandated to search and destroy, we don't only search, we also destroy, and we don't only uh, do either of those things, we also do something called Bittal, and we nullify, and the laws relating to chametz are so severe, and again, the whole thing, at least reading the Torah, was about Matzah, was about chametz at all, so I want to understand how this has been treated throughout the years, and the truth is, there isn't a very good answer to this question. What I mean is, there isn't a very good halachic answer to this question. The Radvaz, many years ago, Already is stuck on this question. He tries to explain why we have all these added prohibitions to Chametz. And he says, well, there really isn't any great halachic justification. Yeah, you might say, Hametz is in our house all year, and because it's in our house all year, I'm that much more likely to eat it, and therefore you have to search and destroy and get rid of it. You might say this, but there are other types of foods, and asuros, forbidden types of foods, which also might have that, uh, I I don't know, relevance to to maybe I might eat it. So therefore, it doesn't really apply, and it doesn't really work. So Hametz needs an explanation, says the Radvaz. The explanation comes from the Gemara and Brachos. Gemara and Brachos refers to um, the following conundrum that we as human beings have: God, you know that we want to do what you want us to do. O mima what stops us? Saar the saar the leaven within the dough, and so it refers. Two chametz, the leaven in the dough as the Yetzir It goes on to say the Sheba um, and Malchios, and the subjugation by other kingdoms, and the fact that we're, we're not autonomous. But let's focus on the Sa'ar Shabi Isa. And so the Radvaz says that because of that connection of Sa'ar Shabi Isa, of chametz, and the Yetzir that's why for one week a year we go crazy trying to remove that Yetzir So the question, of course, uh, still exists, in what way? is chametz like the Sa'ar shabi? so you can call anything the Sa'ar shabi. so in what way is that the case? So, there are a few different interpretations and understandings of why and how this is, so we'll go through a couple of them and see what we can get through in the time that we have. The Sefer Al-Chinuch begins and says, it really comes down to the fact that the most important ingredient that makes chametz different from matzah is sloth. Chametz takes a long time. Chametz takes uh, takes us uh, basically laziness. It's not maximizing the amount of time that you have. He says number one, um, Umar, a carbon is supposed to be inspiring us to think. The one who brings the carbon, and here he's not even talking about the prohibition of chametz on Pesach. He's talking about the prohibition of bringing chametz on the mezbech in general. And based on what we're doing, we're supposed to take the metaphors from there. We're supposed to really understand it. By distancing ourselves from chamez, which is made from with great delay, from what we're bringing forth. We learn from here that we're supposed to take the notion of quickness, alacrity, to do things as quickly as possible, Masse Hashem We're not here to waste time. Like they say, the only asset that we absolutely cannot retrieve once lost is time. And so, time being the whole raison, the whole goal of what we're here to accomplish with. Time is the most important thing, and that's why for one week a year we focus on the bread that takes less time. We focus on not allowing time to be wasted. It, there is no coincidence the very first mitzvah. In the Torah, that's the mitzvah of counting time. Uh, one of the very first mitzvahs that the Jews have is the mitzvah of counting Sphera, The obligation to count each day from pesach all the way to shavuos there's a lot of counting going on there's a lot of timekeeping because when we have our new opportunity to do what's right and to follow god's ways we're encouraged to make sure we make the most out of that time and be very focused on that so the first reason the yetzirah the worst part of the etzahara what's the etzahara telling us do yeah be a good person but just be a good person later don't necessarily do this now take the time don't worry you got plenty of time to get started you got plenty of time to start this project to start that mission doesn't really matter don't worry about it just relax that's exactly the opposite of the message of matzah and that's why the chametz represents the antithesis of the message of matzah and that's that delay the chinuch suggests another idea he says the sar represents again the same ingredients the chametz is the same ingredients as the matzah but in fact even though it's the same ingredients it's very puffy because of course the chemical reaction that exists which just makes bubbles it's a bunch of hot air and that hot air that puffery Puts one up above the other. When inherently it's the same volume, nutritional volume. It's got the same stuff, but there's a lot more hot air to one over the other. That's the magbia. That's the uh, what lifts it. That's perhaps the arrogance, as others describe it. The Kali goes a step further. He says, One is sort of you know sublimating yourself under something else. The, the ability to be modest. The ability to not be arrogant. That's what matzah represents. Whereas chametz, which is really the same stuff, it's just puffed up. And that's the goal. The goal in focusing on one over the other is to know that there are two types of people. People can have equal content, but one puffs themselves up over others. And the one, uh, the mata type of person, is the person who is the, the, the reasonable one, the one with hachna, the one who is has modesty and humility. That's exactly what we're supposed to be. And the are is, of course, that arrogance, that we know exactly what we're doing, we're always right, we don't need to listen to anybody, etc. Those are the, f- those are the focus uh, uh, points, I think, that exist when it comes to why is Hametz like the Yetzirah. There are those who suggest other ideas for why is Hametz considered so evil, meaning why do we have this restriction at a level that nothing else is. So the Sefer HaChinuch says, for example, now, when it comes to Mitzrayim, and we know this, when it comes to Mitzrayim and yes, Mitzrayim, we talk about it all the time. It's a very fundamental idea for our faith in God and why we believe in God as the master of the world and still involved in the world and has a purpose for the world. The goals of remembering Tz.S. Yes, Mitzrayim is because of their theological significance. And that's why we do it all the time, day in and day out. And we have this special holiday devoted to sharing this message with our children. But because it's so important, everything attached to this prohibition is so important. so he says, any mitzvah that is created around harbe, is very stringent and very beloved. And so the reason Chametz has so many levels of restriction, he says, forget about the Yitzhahara, it's because it's attached to to Pesach, and Pesach is attached to Yetzirah Mitzrayim. Yetzirah Mitzrayim is one of the most fundamental things that we're supposed to remember. We're supposed to remember how important it is, how important it is to be focused on Yetzirah Mitzrayim. The Shl offers another suggestion. He says the reason it's so important that you have to be bodik kisen in your pockets, Now this is only one particular element, of the badika but he says Kirova we're supposed to go through our pockets we're supposed to really look in our nooks and crannies we're supposed to investigate our books a lot of our theology is dependent on our jealousy and and where we think we should be and what we should have and all of those thoughts and all of those ideas are particularly focused and really come into uh, refrain, sharp refrain, when it comes to Pesach. And we look in our pockets, and symbolically, therefore, we're supposed to be looking uh, at all that it is that we do. The last thing I wanted to share is the Derech Hashem. The Derech Hashem refers to the beginning of Jewish history, and I'll read it to you in English. He says, Until the Exodus, Israel was assimilated amongst other people, one nation in the midst of another. With the Exodus, they were redeemed and separated. Until that time, every aspect of human being was darkened by the spiritual opaqueness and pollution that overcame it. With the Exodus, the Jews were set aside so that they would have the opportunity to purify their bodies and prepare themselves for the Torah and for dedication. In order for this to be possible, they were commanded to rid themselves of leaven and eat matzah. He goes on to explain that it's through bread, which is the staple of existence, that we're able to see this difference of pure spirituality, the basics, whereas the chametz has the extras, the fluff, the taste, uh, the, the the look. There's something to it that's excess. And so for one week a year, the beginning of Jewish history, that first week of Yitzhiz we focus on the essentials, the spirituality, with none of the physicality, with none of those extras. And that's why it's so important to avoid during that week. Altogether, many reasons why chametz is seen as it is as the symbol of the Sahara. Have a great day.